With all the content and info available to us today, period, about anything and everything, including the Bible and making disciples, you would think that every Christian would be a mature and confident disciple maker by now. But true discipleship's not really about the consumption of or passing on of information. It's not about knowing a lot of scripture and gaining Bible literacy or helping our people grow literate in the Bible. It's not Bible literacy that we're after or head knowledge. It's gospel fluency. And we don't need more information. We need more transformation. I think that is a key shift in making progress as the church and individually toward making disciples who make disciples. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship is a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Yeah, there we are. Hey, we don't, we, don't, uh, we don't get to do that very often, but today we do. And uh, I do love doing this, even when we have to do it sort of virtual and remote, Heath. Yeah. How are you yeah. guys doing? How, how's how's life and health and with the kids? You guys going crazy yet? Yeah, we're, I'm going crazy. No, the kids are good. Um, <laughs> everyone's doing you know, we're, we're doing our piece. There's, you can tell that there's little conversations that like flare up and turn into fistfights almost. And oh. it's a lot more than usual. And I think people are just kind of on edge and we're ready to get out and, and cabin we need fever. to do more. Yeah. 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 Kids fever. are going a little stir crazy. You know, like so many parents yeah. have like uh, limitations on their kids screen time, you know, like just in normal life yeah. where, you know, we don't want yeah. you watching TV, you know, 10 hours a day or whatever, playing games or whatever. Sure. I'm wondering if, has screen time loosened up oh, in the oh, Hollinsby yes. household? Yeah, you know, uh, not so much. We like we have certain games that we only let them play on weekends. They have a friend over actually right now in the living room that they're playing a game with. But uh, they've been outside exploring. Like they, Rowan, my second in line, caught two snakes yesterday, and I mean they're they're out <laughs> at the river catching crawdads and oh, that's they're, awesome. They're being boys, yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, but. very cool. We were talking yeah. to somebody the other day. We we're we're uh, just kind of signed up a whole bunch of people for coaching, like a whole bunch of people signed up for that yeah. incubator we've been talking about, the Everyday Disciple Incubator. Right. And, uh, and we were talking to one couple, a couple that's joined us, and, and how many kids they had? Like, was it seven or nine? Seven, I think. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. Grrr, all the ages. And, and they're like, yeah, we don't have the biggest house, but here we are, you know, and dad's working from home and mom's, I was like, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Good yeah. for them. Everyone's doing well. But, you know, hey, I want to say we thank wanted, you to our – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say we've got a lot, of, a lot of new listeners and a lot of people that are not, not super familiar with how to, like, join the show or how to get the weekly messages. And you and I have been working hard for three years every week releasing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I was just going to let people know if they want to subscribe to the podcast, we release every Monday morning, and they get more information uh, by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe, they'll be able to find all the different platforms that we're on and they can subscribe right from there. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe. And that's kind of what I was going to say when I I interrupted you the first time. I I just want to say thanks to everybody. We we had a whole lot of uh, people, new family members join us in the Life School podcast group on Facebook there. And uh, in the last 
few weeks. And a lot of you came in to join us for the challenge, for the Everyday Disciple Challenge, which was was bananas, dude. Amazing. I don't know how much time you had to kind of join in there. You were kind of working maybe during those hours. But, oh, man, bro, we're talking thousands and thousands of people watching these videos and thousands and thousands of comments. It was nuts, man. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I'm yeah. glad to hear it. It's worthwhile stuff to talk about. You know? Oh, man. And we, you know, we did all the foundational stuff of what is discipleship and, you know, our gospel identity and then those, you know, discipleship rhythms. And we talked about uh, finding balance through up and out and how that really plays out now, especially, yeah. you know. And so some, there again, some of the stuff we've talked about, but we really, we, we had some really good teachings and such good uh, involvement. It was so, I was so stoked. So thank you. Uh, if you're new, if you're kind of new to the life school podcast or you're new to our group on Facebook, um, you know, come on in the water's fine. You join to get the trainings, but I want you to, uh, feel very, very much part of the family, ask questions, post stuff. Uh, the, the podcast group, uh, is not necessarily a place where we're just going to come on and pepper you with tons of stuff that you have to answer, engage in though. We're in there every day. Uh, and yeah. part of the community this is your community. And so we want you to have uh, fun in there, learn some stuff, encourage one another, find people that live near you, uh, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So we can make more disciples of Jesus and have more fun doing it. <laughs> you, know? you know, it's fun. I'm so glad that that actually worked well because um, I don't know about you, but there is so much stuff online right now. Like my inbox personally has been packed with different offers of yeah. either free webinars or seminars or summits or different things like that. And I'm wondering if you think this is a good thing for us Christians. Do you think that <laughs> we're finally getting access to all the stuff that we need to make a dent in church growth and discipleship after this pandemic is over while we're sitting at home? Well, I'm with you, man. My uh, Same thing. My inbox has been blowing up with, with uh, so many offers for webinars and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. And um, I will say this, information is cheap. You know, it always has been, especially in the quote internet age, which that's, <laughs> it sounds like an old timer just saying that, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I was like an early adopter, but with all the content and info available to us today, period, about anything and everything, including the Bible and making disciples, you would think that every Christian would be a mature and confident disciple maker by now. Yeah. But True discipleship's not really about the consumption of or passing on of information. It's not about knowing a lot of scripture and gaining Bible literacy or helping our people grow literate in the Bible. It's not Bible literacy that we're after or head knowledge. It's gospel fluency. And we don't need more information. We need more transformation. I think that is a key shift in making progress as the church and individually toward making disciples who make disciples. And so I love the fact that there is a lot of information flowing. Again, we've mentioned this on the show before. I feel like it's, uh, unfortunately, it's a whole lot of stuff about, well, at first it was a bunch of information on how to stream your Sunday service. No, kind of words, keep exactly what you were doing going. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and now I think it's moving to like, okay, here's how to get ready. So once you can start gathering again, you can make sure to get your people back to the building. You know, and it's just like, oh, yeah. You know, so, so they can what? So they can get back to gaining lots of information and sitting, you know, passively? No. Yeah. So, so I think it's an amazing time. And, of course, I'm, uh, I'm biased, but I think that the, that the people, uh, the thousands of people that engaged us yeah. in the Everyday Disciple Challenge, I, I think that they 
part of the difference was it was a little bit of teaching and then they got to go do, you know what I mean? And they got yeah. to ask questions and, and that's why we were. They got to try some things. Yeah. yeah and we, that's why we were up, you know, late every day and up early every day answering questions and answering messages and all that. And that's what I'm for, be it, you know, when we do that in buildings or while we're doing it now is I want engagement, right? Yeah. That's how we're going to make progress is people getting to ask questions, not feel dumb about it try new things, come back and say, okay, that didn't work, but I'm not defeated, you know? Sure. We're learning forward, right? So, yeah. And this really what? is a learning, it, it's a language. This gospel fluency, it's a language, and you're not going to learn it very well without truly practicing it, without getting an opportunity to try to speak that language, yeah. you know? So yeah. um, our son is a great example when he was learning to speak Spanish he would speak it with everybody. He just, he didn't <laughs> care if he made mistakes. He, you know, he just would try. And because of that, he learned really fast. You yeah, know? staying and, in the line somewhere, you know, yeah, he'd use sure. it. And, and people, you know, they, they were dear about it because he yeah, was learning, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's the same way. We, we need community and, and, and we need to continue being together, learning, trying, discipling. You remember, you know, Jesus walked in the ways, right? He invited yeah. his disciples to be with him. Yeah. And it's in that that everything flowed out. And it yeah. wasn't like, okay, boys, sit down. We're going to give you the next bit, bunch of head knowledge. I, I said to someone today, you know, Jesus did the Sermon on the Mount. Yep. But he did it once. You're right. You know, he didn't say, okay, see you back here on the mountain, you know, next Sunday. Yeah, let's do it over and over again. Whatever. And, you know, I'll give you part two. You know, it's like <laughs> it was mostly, right, it was mostly them learning the language, the rhythms of the kingdom, what his father was like, why mm -hmm. he was here what was really true of them, you know, yeah. kind of killing that whole do to be thing and all, you know, all that anyway. Seemed, you know, it seemed too that Jesus, you know, the more I read him, uh, I actually wrote a paper the other day about how he, a lot of his miracles were as he was on the way somewhere. And it was like, Hey, here's a moment for a teaching lesson. Yeah. This just popped up. Let's, let's speak into like what the gospel looks like in this situation rather than, Hey, next Tuesday at, at eight o'clock, we're going to meet and talk about this. It was like, Hey, did you guys see the unbelief there? Yeah. Now let me talk about how that was exposed and how we correct, you know, like he, he was making real time teaching situations based off what he was experiencing in yeah, everyday life. Yeah, for sure. And we, we talked a little bit about that two episodes back in the, that these, you know, the new normal is going to need daring new leaders. Yeah, exactly. That, that pastors and, and leaders are going to need to be guides. They're going to yep. need to be with people and for them, and they're going to have to humble themselves a bit to, to be doing new things that they're not the best at necessarily, and learning yeah. with their people and encouraging them forward and pass on, you know, maybe they're just a step ahead. That's yeah. still really, really true, man. But, yeah. but I know that takes, that takes a lot of humility, right? <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, <laughs> sure does. You, you know, know? One, and not, uh, and not another... just live streaming out your, your past ministry, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know. I've, I've also heard during this time that everyone's been at home, I've heard that a lot of pastors actually feel busier now than ever yeah. having to learn how to live stream and all the things that they used to do at the church building. And I'm curious, what's your take on this? Do you think like this is going to hinder them from being able to actually focus on the actual mission of making disciples, getting bogged down with all the, the technological day-to-day -day or making sure this uploads and making sure the sound qualities? I mean, is that going to wear them out eventually? Well, I mean, I think there is a reality, and, and my heart breaks a little bit because I've talked to some pastors like that too. They go like, you know, I'm busier than ever because I feel like I have all the same prep and all the stuff I used yep. to do, but now I'm kind of 
you know, now the bigger churches, you know, they have the tech guy who's kind of taking care of the live stream and it's just like, and yeah. action, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. But, Go for it. Right. But, but a lot, you know, your average church is still like 50 people. And so like, you know, yeah. more, you know, other churches are like 100, 200, right? But until you yeah. get to probably a fairly large church, you don't have a tech team, you know? And yeah. a lot of those people, uh, they're not around anyway because the pastor's doing this from home and they, sure. they, they're, they're sheltering in place. So they're like, well, good luck, press play, hope it works, hope Facebook doesn't crash or, you know, whatever. And so my heart breaks a little bit. First off, I think, I think that um, this assumption that we should do all the same stuff, but do it in a live stream format, I just think that's a little broken and faulty from the get-go. Like, yeah. like our, our people are expect us to continue to deliver the same goods and services. No, nobody else is. Restaurants aren't. Doctors yeah. aren't. Chiropractors aren't. Uh, car wash isn't the malls not it's different you yep. can still do all those things but they're in new ways yeah. and we're finding in some cases even maybe better more enriching or yeah, nourishing absolutely ways, right and yeah. oh this whole shelter in place thing we're all going nuts we can't stand it oh and now everybody's saying oh but you know what? we've never had this many times of sitting down and having dinner as a family like ever yeah right it's really caused people to slow down i mean conversations you know six feet distance but like in the neighborhoods people on walks oh, you're actually getting time. to know your neighborhood more as you're learning like i never noticed this about that house or yeah you know and, like and so you know i think so the pastors are feeling busier than ever but there again i think it's because they're still trying to deliver the goods and services that they were hired to do but now in this online format and they don't have the volunteers all floating around their house all day to help do it all so they're taking yeah. on more and more and more of it so if you're listening to this and you're a pastor or working at a church or whatever, and you're feeling that burn of like busier than ever. I want to say, please take some stuff out of your cart. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to do that. Remember, being a guide right now and being with people, and that might be being online, but that's not hard to like be online with a person here or there or four sure. or five leaders who are you know leading your small groups or whatever. Discipleship is still the mission, right? Yeah. And and I I, I think too you can find people that know how to do everything you already know how to do and get some help with it. Right. Yeah, not just absolutely. the digital, but the things you don't feel confident in. Now there again, I think we might've said this a couple episodes back for those leaders and those pastors who weren't really doing a whole lot of discipling themselves mm -hmm. or discipleship wasn't really the primary focus of their ministry. They probably now with everything being weird and not feeling like, you know, they're feeling a little off balance and not feeling confident and being like a TV producer or whatever. They're sure. probably not also feeling very confident in making disciples. And, and what do I even do? And how do I start? And what's that all about? You know, in other words, I'm going to try to do something now in a new way that I didn't even do in the old way. And that's, I, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good because yeah. I don't know what the new normal is going to be yet, but definitely will pastors will have to be different, not just delivering, you know, what happened since like the third century and Constantine, we, you know, there's, yeah, it's going to be different. And yeah. it's like, take some stuff out of your cart, feel free, but please, please, please refocus on discipleship, the mission, mm -hmm. right. And all that we, we have to. Yeah. You know, um, we talked, I think it was a couple episodes back about the whole due to be issue at hand where lots of folks, maybe even especially church leaders are really having a hard time finding their value when they don't feel like they're very good at some of the stuff that they're trying to pull off every week. Uh, I even was saying a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my worship leader at the church I serve on occasionally on the worship team. And he's like, I'm a musician, not a mm. tech director. And I'm having to learn all this. Yeah. I'm curious, how do you see that affecting discipleship and these same leaders being able to lead their people into what they need right now to be effective in uh, outreach and discipleship and their, their homes and neighborhoods? 
Yeah, well, it's probably, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's pro- it's, that is one of the biggest, I think, uh, issues that we've heard that, you know, from people thus far. It's like this whole, you know, the, they're struggling so much with like getting, getting that value, like understanding, you know, what their value really is because they can't do a lot of the stuff that they used to be able to do. Yeah. And, uh, so they're going after what they know. Right. Yeah. Kind of talked about that. And I, that, I understand that. I totally understand that at a heart level. Yeah. Right. But yeah. kind of like we were just saying, um, if discipleship's already one of those things that most people or most pastors and church leaders already know they're not super confident in, then yeah. they, they might be shying away more than ever right now. Hmm. And, and that's, we, we can't, we can't do less discipleship brothers and sisters. Okay. <laughs> then, then unfortunately the church has been sort of doing historically lately, you know, and yeah. by lately, I mean like decades or maybe a century, you know, we yeah. please, you know, I, I, cause I feel you, but I, I want to encourage you, please let's not do less discipleship because it's something that we've not been very confident in. Get the help you need, find out what's going on. I mean, that's why we did the everyday disciple challenge. And I'll be honest with yeah. you, I didn't know if anybody would show up, Heath, because of what you said. There's so much stuff out there right now. Yeah. And, you know, and not only on top of that, but then like all the streaming services are dropping all their best stuff, you know, sure. to keep everybody yeah. engaged and new streaming services are popping up like networks are just popping these things out, you know. Yeah, they're going um, crazy. But I just want to call, you know, pastors to like, please get the help you need. Like now's the time. If you think you're going to kick discipleship can or kick the ball further down the field and just wait, yeah. well, guess what? Then fall will come or whatever. And it'll be like, oh, well, people are finally back to school. And, yep. and you busy know, again. So, so now yeah. we're busy and, and there's just, you know, like, well, maybe, you know, maybe come spring. Well, no, maybe in the winter. No, then we got Christmas and then all oh, an Easter will hit, you know, and it'll just, you'll just keep kicking yeah. that discipleship ball and we won't yeah. be making progress. Right now we can make progress towards discipleship because mm-hmm. the people that we're discipling, and helping to make disciples, right? Don't discount the discipling of the saints. It's, we got to disciple people to faith and during their faith and in their faith and to maturity. But right now, that's what they need help in doing because yeah. they, they don't have the old stalwart of like, well, if I'm a super Christian, I'll get everybody to church with me. Sure. You can't do it. And I don't think a whole lot, you know, I don't know. You know, like, well, now it's even more awkward when I talk to my neighbor and I don't know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> you want to watch a live stream with me, but not with me. I'll just send sure. you a link. Aren't there a billion links? Yeah, there are. Why would I watch that one? You know, so yeah. people are, and I know because we get so many messages and emails. People are dying to know what do I do and how do I love my neighbors well. And we've been pushing out steady ideas on on like the activities themselves, like with that thirty ways to stay connected and build community and all sure. that. But true discipleship starts in the heart, and it starts with grounding the people grounding people in their identity and and growing their gospel fluency. Like you were just saying a few minutes ago, like that's key stuff. And, and that's where it starts. And guess what? You can be doing that right now because that is, that is pandemic proof growing in our identity and gospel fluency and, and learning to, to tell the story and, and speak the good news into lots of bad news and job loss. I talked to a guy today. I just lost my job last night, man. He was like on the floor, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, kind of talking back from the edge and, you know, oh man, yeah, that's rough. right. So now's not the time to shrink back and have less progress made in disciple making. Yeah. It's time to, it's time to figure it out. And if you need help, then get the help. Please don't just, like I said, kick the ball down the field because then it'll be something else and then it'll be something else. And oh my goodness. Yeah. 
I, you, know, you know, and I think from, we've heard from some pastors and, and other people that have said, well, I don't, you know, discipleship's not my calling. It's not my thing. And that's really wrong thinking. If you think yeah. you're not discipling people, you're maybe just discipling them to the wrong to the wrong thing because we all are discipling people in what it looks like to follow Jesus every day. Yeah. yeah. So people are watching us and they're, they're seeing how we speak to our family and they're seeing how we speak to the neighbor. Where we put our time, what happens, where, how do we spend our time? Do we lock ourselves away from the world or, you know, are we befriending people? Are we uh, out in the community serving people? All of that stuff. If you think you're not discipling, Think again, you know, you, discipleship we're always, is happening. We're always in discipleship mode. Yeah. <laughs> we're always, always in discipleship always mode. Always discipling. And I've also had other pastors, I heard, I've heard this probably way too many times, is like, I am so sick and tired of being the stick, yeah. you know, like in the carrot and stick, with trying yeah. to get my folks to do stuff. And even now, because, you know, everybody's on eggshells even more, I really don't want to push. But hmm. see, I don't think that's the case. We're finding the opposite. People are like that's why we probably had so many folks, you know, join us for the challenge. And then, you know, so many people sign up for coaching, even at a time like this when it's uncertain. Right. And that's because they're dying for this right now. They're not, there's not a lot of stick needed. I think the carrot is out there. Like, Hey, I am, like you said, when I see my neighbors they're they want to talk, they're like, Oh, they might be standing six feet away, but they're dying for interaction. And there's a lot of bad news and uncertainty and fear going right now. That is that is such fertile ground for being the good news and proclaiming the good news mm-hmm. and helping and serving and all the stuff that we've been talking about forever and look at the early church and that's how they lived. And even though some of those forms are different right now, we get to please help your folks do that. Or if you're not a leader, let's say you're not a leader, but you're feeling exactly what I'm saying. You're like, I wish someone was helping me with that. You too. Like, you, you know, we want to help. <laughs> yeah. We want to help you with you that. Know, yeah. It's why we've been, you know, like non-stopping it and putting in like 80-hour weeks kind of since this this thing hit because it is, yeah. it is people want it and it's perfect time right now. You know? yeah. yeah, you know, and I hope this is a call to people because I've seen a lot of pastors move from, from rather than going, here's a situation, how do, we, how do we reconsider what maybe our priorities are to crap, the show must go on so we'll, we'll, we'll rent a bunch of equipment and we'll buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon and set up a green screen and and they're now content creators rather than, you know, they're driven off of the show must go on versus, hey, this is a perfect opportunity for us to maybe reconsider how we're Throttle back things. on a bunch of that. Yeah. Dive deeper into relationship, equipping your people. Yeah. Right? Growing Instead, in like, fluency. You know, yeah. no technology needed for that. You can do that on the phone, set up FaceTime, the yeah. lowest Fi connection in the world for a Zoom or a Skype call or, you know, any of that. It'll yeah. work. You know, one of the things that I love is that, as we, as we work so hard on, on developing this podcast, we're actually seeing people like buy into what we're saying, like going like, oh, maybe discipleship is the key. And I know the results of that. Finally, bro. <laughs> it only took three years. <laughs> but I know that the past couple of days, I think a result of this is that you and Tina signed up a lot of people, a whole lot of people into the everyday discipleship incubator and coaching program. Yeah. And I kind of want to hear more about that and what it's about. Um, but before we get to that, I'm kind of curious, why do you think there's been such a strong desire recently for folks to join you in this coaching? Well, I think you kind of just said it. I think people are realizing that there, there, is, there is all this space and time. And, you know, calamity clarifies, right? Mm-hmm. And comfort confuses. 
And then my friend Kevin Turner told me that years ago, calamity clarifies. And so I think right now, what's really important to people in every area of their life is really kind of front and center. And so when it comes to your faith, you know, I've heard people saying, I I just, if I'm being honest, I feel a little dry. I feel a little far from God, you know, like Mm -hmm. just that streaming thing that I'm not really watching, you know, too much, but you know, I turn it on. So the number clicks, but then I'm in the background, you know, or whatever, that's not really doing it. And I miss you know, I'm, I miss community, even though we didn't have that much, I want more. And, yep. and you know, my kids, I wonder what my kids are going to think of this whole time period. Was it a time when our family grew closer, when we were a family, uh, blessed, that blessed everybody that helped people that were good news, you know, and, and that's the kind of stuff people are saying, like, yeah. you know, and they're, they're kind of, they're kind of frustrated with what maybe their own lack had been. And so they're sure. leaning in. They're just leaning in right now and saying, hey, if we could walk with some other folks that are, are encouraged <laughs> yep. and are excited about this and, and know how to do discipleship in everyday life and, and understand that it's maybe a little different now, but it's going to keep changing and maybe we can walk through this change together. I think that's yeah. part of why, brother. I think there is a real hunger and, and that'd, be, that'd be a big thing I want pastors to hear. We haven't gotten to the big three today yet, but this, maybe this should have been one of them, but um, is, is that there is a greater hunger for even imperfect moving forward with discipleship in everyday life from your folks, and, and, and if you're not a pastor, but, but from your neighbors than ever. People hmm. are, and they're going to want to, they're going to want to continue to journey with good news people. They really, yeah. really will. And I think that's part of why we had so many folks sign up surprisingly, even at a time when, you know, like, well, what about finances and all that? And, you know, I don't know if we mentioned this on the show, but we opened up the coaching for the first time ever with a pay what you can sort of pricing dealio. Oh, yeah. You know, cause there's a certain be- benchmark that, you know, that we, we ask for people to, you know, when they register to pay and, and have, make a 12 month commitment. Cause yeah. even that's not enough, but like initially, and we had, uh, uh, you know, we, we said, well, give us a 90 day commitment. We'll see what happens in 90 days. And you can pay whatever you think you can for those 90 days. Hmm. Right. And that might've been why too, because people said, well, this is a chance to, to maybe, you know, do this with less risk or something. I don't know. We always offer sort of a, Hey, listen, if it doesn't work, we'll give you your money back. kind of, You know, yeah. but yeah. I think that pay what you can, we're living in faith. We're, you know, we're missionaries. We're just saying, Hey father, we're going to trust you. And I think for some folks, they said, okay, well, we'll trust too. And so maybe they're dipping into funds they don't really think they have. But you know, I got to be honest with you, though, Heath, a lot of people just stepped right up and said, no, well, we're going to pay the normal amount. And we're just grateful to have the help and to have the encouragement and get to walk with you guys. And yeah. that's cool. I, you know, and honestly, I think too, a lot of people have like, you know, they've been people that have been tracking with us and following and following the podcast and reading the books. But they, they've kind of acquired all this information and they're not really sure what to do, how to step forward. And they're, they're looking for somebody to just kind of help them along the way and to be there. Like, you know, when things don't go well, yeah. <laughs> when, when they, they were hoping for a result that didn't happen or, and, and they don't want to be discouraged and just, and, you know, stop it. They want somebody sure. to help them along the way. And I think that's a big part of it. It's a lot different than just going to, you know, someplace and just getting a little more information. You, it does, that doesn't really necessarily help you get unstuck or take steps forward. Sure. And, you know, and, and getting to spend time with some folks that have done what you want to do or have the family life that's close 
right? And there's peace. Yeah. And, you know, our kids are raised. You've met all our kids in Team K. Yeah. You're around plenty. They, they want that kind of closeness. They want that openness. They want that freedom. They want kids who still love God when they're adults and love people, you know? Yeah. And, and they want that for their church too. I, I, had, a, I had a couple today where the, the, the husband worked, you know, in the church and the wife didn't work at the church, but it was crazy involved. And I said, what's the number one thing? They're just starting coaching. What's the number one thing you'd really like to see happen in the next, you know, six, nine months with us coaching? She says, hmm. I want to be able to openly talk about things of faith with my kids in a way that is not weird. And I want, I want to be able to do it in a way that um, helps them critically think through stuff because they're get, starting to get close to college age. Mm. And they're going to they're gonna yeah. have all kinds of stuff hitting them, all kinds of ideas, other religions, worldviews, challenges. And I, I, I don't need to hide them from that, but I do want them to, to be able to critically think through that in light of the gospel. And yeah. I want them to feel free to like come home and talk to me about it, even if they think I might think differently. All that yeah. stuff. Mm. Well, that's what discipleship is, right? It's yeah, helping exactly people right. move from unbelief to belief in every area of life. And so when yeah. some, something pushes up against it, you're like, well, but I know who God is. And I know what he's done in and through Christ. And what he says is now true of me. Yeah. You know, and, and so mm-hmm. that, people are wanting that, man. And I think yeah. that's a big part of you know, why people signed up to join us in that coaching. So I'm curious, like what, um, what is the day-to-day kind of the basics of this look like? What happens uh, in your coaching co- cohorts and in this incubator program? Um, what's that look like on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis? And I'm kind of curious because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the last couple of months, like we were really shutting this thing down. Is it too late for somebody to register? Because I thought that, uh, I thought that registration period actually just closed. Well, it did, but... <laughs> It you know, did. Honestly, Sometimes, you know, God shuts the door. I mean, yeah. we shut the door and God says, God, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. you know we, it takes a lot of, it does take a lot of time uh, uh, on our part because we do, we give a lot of time to the, the people that we're coaching. And part of the reason that we, you know, we had um, made the decision to cut it off at a certain number was just so that we could give everybody enough time and um, full and, attention, but, you know, but yeah. you know, so many people stepped forward and we just did not feel like we could close the door on, on that. And so, so we, we, we kind of just unofficially reopened it for one more yeah. cohort. So okay. like eight more couples that's and that, that that's going to be, that, that's more than we, you know, initially were thinking, you know, but praise yeah. God. And God said, no, yeah. I got, you got this. I got this. And I, there, I have people who want this. So yeah. maybe that, maybe that registration opened up for you, you know, for people who are listening right yeah. now. Now we try to talk about sh- stuff on the shows. that's kind of evergreen and, and doesn't go away. And it's time, you know, sure. Not so time sensitive, but you know, uh, you're going to, people are hearing this either live today, which is the 30th of April, 2020. And, or when this show drops on May, what is it? What's Monday? Second? I think so. No, um, fourth. Yeah. Monday the fourth. Okay. You know? And so we're going to only have registration open for a few days here. Right. And so we'll tell you all about that, but um, we are only opening it up for that many, and then we really are going to have to kind of, that's it, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. for now. And then that, that doesn't mean in the future, obviously, we won't reopen that up, but that, it'll be months and months away, you know. So um, so back to your question, though, let, me, let me tell you what it's a little bit about. So um, from a functional standpoint, um, the, the mentorship and coaching within the incubator, and don't you just love incubator, like a place to be kept yeah. warm? and safe while you learn, while you grow. And that's really what it is. Um, There's, there's two live calls with us via zoom uh, a month and you you do that in your cohort. So you get to know those other couples that are learning and starting to practice 
and you know and and step by step walk into new rhythms of discipleship right all yeah. starting at the heart level and identity level but there's two calls a month that we do that for about 90 minutes okay, okay. and and those are all recorded so if if you miss a call you know like oh i can't make it you know or you know something came up with the kids or whatever that's okay it's recorded and everybody has a link to all their recordings kind of forever and you can just go back sure. and watch it at your own time right and then we're checking in throughout the week by either email or Voxer, and people can ask all their questions and stuff. Voxer is like a walkie-talkie app on your phone, yeah. and kind of like a group text. It's Uber, like like it's just so many things it does, and it's free, right? Sure. And unlike most coaching, where you kind of have either your monthly call or your you know once a month, you know every other week or whatever, you know, people yeah. really have daily live access to to Tina and I, and to so others cool. in our team as well. And, and so you're never going to feel stuck or wondering or, Hey, tonight we're having a, you know, uh, our first virtual happy hour or, you know, our driveway happy hour. Well, you know, do we put out food? Do we not? Do we work? You know, like every little thing that usually derails people and, and I don't know how to do it or I have some fear, but you don't have to, because either someone in the cohort will know, or you just yeah. ask us directly and we'll, you know, jump yep. in. Um, we also kind of give people full access to kind of one-to-one private consultations along the way as well. Like maybe there's something on the, you know, on the, the live cohort call that you didn't want to eat up all the time, or maybe it's a little more sensitive and you just sure. wanted to have one-on-one conversation with us. Or, you know, one of the wives wants to talk just to Tina about something. We, we, never, we never say no. We just don't. Hmm. And the whole process starts out with like a discovery call. We do a, we do a face-to-face video discovery call with, with each couple. And we kind of get okay. to know their story. You know, how much discipleship have they been doing? Have they ever been part of a, you know, a community on mission, the gospel at the center of that? What's that look like? What's worked for them? What's their schedule? How many mm. kids do they have? All that stuff. And then we create a customized strategy and roadmap for them. Cool. That fits them. And, and then and we walk them through that. And if they feel, yeah, that sounds great, then, or let's make some tweaks, we do, or whatever. And then they've got a roadmap the whole time. There's never any guessing of like, well, what do we do after that? Or what do we do after that? And yep. we're checking in on that and then adding things to it. Or let's take that off, something in life changed, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, we're, they're doing that in community. They're doing that in community as well. And yeah. so um, that's been a surprisingly awesome part of, you know, once we added this Voxer component and the cohorts together, they're all yeah. like besties. They're doing vacation <laughs> together. It's so true. A whole bunch of them are joining that's us cool. at the end of May for that Tennessee retreat, you know, that we've talked yeah. about before. Um, it's, it's really like you find a tribe and you, you get step-by-step help and you get tools and you get a framework. The biggest thing is you, you'll become one of these people that has the confidence to model a life of spiritual freedom, you know, and relational yeah. peace that others want. And then yeah. you'll be able to actually show them how to, to walk in the ways of Jesus and trust him in all these areas as well. And the good news is good news. The gospel is the power that changes us and sets us free. Um, but, you know, one, you know, there's a process. Jesus says, go and make disciples. Sure. You know, like yeah. that make, like make a cake. There's steps to it. There's process to it. There's a whole lot of intentionality. And a lot of people don't know the, what those steps are or what order to put them in or what do you do if something changes in your life. And so that's what we're helping people do. That's awesome. You know, I was just looking on the website um, about some of the things that you'll gain from this. And I saw the personal roadmap to accomplish your main goals and objectives. Um, and I think this is probably similar to the thing we did at your place where you and Tina took Kathleen and I, and we, we kind of had to map out like, 
kind of some goals from 50,000 foot down to yeah. how we're actually going to get there. Yep. It, it sounds like you're doing the same thing with this group, which I think is going to be a really cool treat for anyone who is going, we, we want to figure out how to contextualize this to our lifestyle and our neighborhood and our region. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I think that's what you're getting at with that personal roadmap, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, we really do try to um, make it work not just for the couple and or their family, you know, if you if they've got kids, we or really the church that they're leading, the church that they're leading. Yeah. Sometimes we're helping pastors lead, you know, map leaders, that out throughout their you know? whole church. You yeah. Know, like, so this is how I'm going to live it. But then how do I start to roll this out to my sure community, my leaders and all that? But it's yeah. a, it is really a simple, very easily step by step. You know, we don't overwhelm people because we know there's a lot of heart changes that happen in, in the beginning. And so, you know, it's small steps. Uh, very easily attainable. It's kind of like, in, here's the first 30 days. Here's what you're going to focus on. Don't worry about the rest. You know, yeah. after sure. that, here's what the next 90 days will probably include. You know, the yeah. stuff you'll be learning, starting to try, you know, and then six months out or more, you know, yeah. we're always kind of, you know, we're always kind of adjusting that with them because some people race through quickly. Sometimes things take a lot longer or stuff comes up in life. Sure. I think what's important though, um, I've been involved in coaching before where people just kind of show up and then they talk about whatever's on their mind. And they don't know what's next or they can't see a roadmap. And, and like, how do I make progress? What progress yeah. will I make? And there's a lack of clarity. So for our folks, not only do they know exactly where they're going and who they're going to be doing it with, right? But they yeah. can kind of ease back and be more in the moment for what they are learning because they don't have to, well, what's going what's to be next? And we said, don't worry about what's next. The Lord will tell you that, you know? Yeah. And together we've prayed and talked and trusted him for at least a little bit of what that is on your roadmap. But we're going to sure. keep asking what's next, Lord, along the way together, yeah. you know? So cool. So there's a lot of clarity. And that, that just takes the pressure off. So, you know, back to what we were talking about a few questions back, these, these uh, pastors that are just running and going and, you know, and everything. And maybe they don't have the confidence to do new things, you know, much less what they were doing um, is we want to take pressure off of folks. I've had some people say like, man, this sounds so great, but I'm just sure. too busy right now. You know what? Then this is the perfect time because we're going to help you take stuff out of your cart and we're going to help you have a different heart and understanding of the what and why you're doing, which is going to yeah. take so much pressure off. You can talk to every couple that we've been coaching and are currently coaching and ask them, do you feel like you're busier and more stressful and got more stuff going on in your life that doesn't quite fit now that you've been coaching with Caesar and Tina for, you know, six months or a year or two or sure. less? And they're all of them say like, no, it's like pure freedom now. And we actually enjoy leading our kids and leading our neighbors and leading our church in kingdom living again. Like, yeah. so mm -hmm. if you're feeling like, well, maybe when we get past this, you know, there again, you know, like... Uh, yeah. Just kick the can down. The, no, it's the opposite. And, and you're just going to have to, I guess, trust us in that, that yep. it's going to start unloading your cart and giving you some fresh wind in your sails. So if there's folks out here listening, and I actually saw, uh, you know, we're doing this on Facebook Live right now too. And somebody just asked about like, uh, you know, Brad asked like, can you provide the sign up info link? I'm just kind of curious if folks want to get involved with you guys in this everyday disciple incubator and coaching, what do they have to do and what should they expect? Okay, so we'll go ahead and drop the link in there. I mean, it's real easy. It's 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. Yep. Right? 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. That'll take you right to the page with all the info and a button where you can register. And uh, what they can expect is as soon as they register, well, they'll, okay. I mean, they'll get a little thing in the you know, email that says, hey, here, you know, here's your receipt. And you registered, you know, and you're you know, good to go. 
And then within a few hours or depending on what time they do that the next morning, um, we'll send them out um, information on how to set up their, their discovery call, their, you know, like their interview and roadmap time, like with us, right, okay. personally. And we'll do that pretty much right away. And then Tina and I go away and we talk about that and we pray through that and then we kind of create a customized strategy that fits their schedule, their life, their current level of, you know, involvement with discipleship and disciple making and all that. And then um, we're going to be getting these cohorts going the second week of May. We, we kind of had to slide these down, especially with this new sort of opened up new one after we had closed the registration. Yeah. We're going to be starting the first live call will be on uh, May, 11th. May 11th, the second Monday in May. Yeah. Okay. And there's different times that we do these cohort and calls different days, and so. different days of the week. So maybe you wouldn't be in the Monday one. Maybe you'll be in the on one Wednesday. that's a couple days later on Wednesday or something. But we, we will work with you to make sure that that those live calls are at a time that works for you and for your schedule. There again, I've been involved in coaching before, well, most of my life. And usually the coach just says, that's the time of the call. And then I got to arrange my world if I want to be coached. Sure. Well, sure. We, we try to do all that on the back end and make, you know, enough times that, that work and get people together. So, and this, and actually right now we have people from all over the world. So we have, couples from Europe, uh, from Australia. So we, you know, yeah. it does take a little, that's, that's part of this whole thing of like, where can we fit this in our schedule? And then how many people can we, can we handle? But it's, it's pretty awesome to be able to get those people together and to be, to be in a coaching cohort with people around the world. And you realize we're all the same. We are, every person is, <laughs> struggling with the same issues regardless of where they live and mm. how old they are. I had a know? conversation today with a beautiful Romanian couple, younger, no kids yet. And other than the accent, it was the same exact heartbeat, you know, mm. and the same challenges and struggle. Of course, I think they thought it was unique to where they were, but what they were describing and, you know, in their church and in other, with other leaders and with their own neighbors and all that, it was, it was could have been just down the street or across, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, Ultimately, what people have to do to start making everyday disciples and join us in the incubator and coaching, it's simple. Three things. Just go and register, right? Go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching, register. Then enjoy this discovery call with us. A lot of people say, wow, it's so weird to be on live with you. I've seen you doing a lot of videos for years, you know, or you and Heath are on Facebook or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Enjoy that call. And then uh, we'll send you your roadmap. And then you just start you know, executing a very custom personalized strategy for yourself with our help every step of the way. And so That's great. it's really simple to get started. And again, we kind of offer this, even though it's kind of pay what you can right now, you know, we'll trust you. If you can pay the normal price, please do, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we, we want to, we're hoping to pay our bills and trust God for that. And he's been great and gracious. He's such a generous father. Um, but, um, you know, you register for that and, 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 we, but if it's not working, whatever you're paying, after like the first month, you're saying, hey, this just isn't a fit for me, or it turns out, you know, this came up, or whatever, then we just, we'll just refund you and say, okay, we'll let you out of the commitment. And, and guess what? We're still your brother and sister. We're still here yeah. for you. You know, yeah. like we're not going anywhere. Maybe yeah. we'll work out later. So there's really zero risk. That's cool. I think the riskier thing is to say, well, that sounds great, but, and then push it off or, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I hope... That, you know, and we're trusting God said, hey, open this up one more cohort. We're trusting that those folks are out there and, and maybe as they're hearing this, they're going to say, you know, that was for me. 
And, yeah. and we're going to get off the bubble now. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So if you want more information on that, again, the link for that is 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. Um, let's get to the big three, because as always, we want to leave you with the big three takeaways from today's topic. If nothing else, things that we don't want you to miss. And by the way, you can get a free printable PDF of this week's big three as a download mm-hmm. by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Again, 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Caesar Tina, what are the big three for this week? All right. Um, I'd say the first thing is that don't miss this idea that kicking the ball down the field or kicking the can down the road or waiting to get the training and framework and help that you need to make disciples and really, uh, you know, start to live the life that you're wanting and helping other people right now in this unprecedented opportunity. That's just not wise. That, that really, I think that comes from fear. And we want to say, you know, God is the prime, you know, the Holy Spirit is the primary disciple of hearts. And if he would privilege us yeah. to walk together and, and, you know, and speak through us and help us equip you um, and be a blessing in your life, there's no better time than now. <laughs> there just yeah. isn't. And, and, and we, our fears and sort of things we've learned to hide behind might derail us, but please don't. Don't, there there really isn't, I don't think we're going to historically probably in our living adult lives, see like we were, we had a bigger window of flexibility and openness from people and our kids around and the time to be able to like think deeply and learn some fluency in the gospel. I really don't think so. I think, Hmm. I think when this opens back up, a lot of people and especially a lot of folks in the world who don't know Jesus and don't have the spirit, they're going to get back to like trying to make up and be crazy busy. You know what I mean? And, yeah. but, but those that have been already journeying with us and have mm-hmm. found trust and hope in life, I think they're going to incorporate that into their rhythm. So don't wait, you know, don't kick yeah. the can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you think you're going to, that there's some right time down the road or at some point you're going to be less busy and be able to fit this in, that's probably not the truth. And it's probably going to be actually the opposite. You'll probably continue to be loaded up with a lot of stuff to do. That's yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. Let's establish this now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Second one, big three. Um, God is still accomplishing his eternal purpose, which has always been to fill the world with his glory mm. through making disciples of Jesus who make more disciples. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God's not been surprised by this or he's not hitting pause on this. Like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to stop filling the world with my glory. And it's always been the way he's going to do that is through humans now becoming like Jesus, who is the glory of the father. Right? So he's yeah. not hitting pause on that and neither should the church or should each of us individually. Mm-hmm. Good okay. word, man. And then the third thing is, and it's kind of, I guess, like the first one, you know, now's the time to get to a place of modeling a life of spiritual freedom and relational peace. So Mm. many people, the wheels are coming off and they're nervous and they're afraid and they're masked up and, or their kids are wondering, you know, what's mom and dad going to do, you know, coming out of this or, or, you know, is dad going to be doing church as a pastor the same or is, you know, is the church going to close after this because no one's going anymore. You know, people don't know. Sure. Now's the time to, if you can't, we want to help you, but really model this spiritual freedom and relational peace that we have with others. That's what discipleship is about, actually, right? That's what Jesus came to give us and sent us out to show others. And so we would love to be able to help you with that. So great. All right. Again, uh, you can get the big three for this week by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Uh, or if you want that coaching opportunity with Caesar and Tina, you can get more information by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash coaching. Some easy links for you. All Time's right. up for today, guys. It was great yeah. being with you. 
Wow, thanks nice for doing this live. And we'll see everybody either live or at least do the podcast again next week. But thanks yeah. for joining us this week, either in the live on Facebook version or just in your normal podcast listening world. But as always, super glad that you're part of this. And uh, and we love you guys. Thanks for doing this yeah. with us. And if you want more information on the show, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. Thank <laughs> you.